Hi guys, welcome back. We are excited to dive into some topics with you guys today. Before we do that, we have a big announcement we would like to make. The announcement we would like to make is that we are rebranding the podcast. We are rebranding from Don't Skip Therapy to The M&M Show, E-M-and-M Show. When we started this business, we really were just wanting to hit the ground running, figure things out along the way. And as we've done that, we've realized that we need to rebrand our podcast because of the things that are coming up the pipeline for us. We have some big plans that we're really excited about, um, that we're excited to tune you guys into in the future. And we just felt like we wanted to rebrand in order to best fit those future plans. So with that being said, let's dive into our topics today. I am stoked to talk about this. As I've been a therapist, I've noticed two really big common causes of anxiety. The first is this fear of the unknown, and two is having a lack of control. Yes. And so in preparing for this podcast, um, I read some research articles on the unknown and lack of control and why it causes the human condition such anxiety. Um, So one study that stuck out to me was pretty interesting. This study, this research group got a, a big group of people and divided the people into two groups. And they specifically told these people to one inside one group, they're going to say, hey, we are going to shock you. They, they hooked them up to the shock stimulus thing. It was minor shock stimulus, but just like this, <laughs> this, this shock stimulus. And they said, we will 100% shock you. And then the other group, they told them, you have a 50% chance of if, you know, you will be shocked or not. Mm-hmm. And they monitored, you know, with some technology and stuff, they monitored the distress level of each individual group. Yeah. And the group that was, you know, given the 50% chance, they showed way greater signs of distress opposed of the the the, uh, the other group that, that was told 100% chance you will be shocked, which is, which is weird, right? It, it sounds backwards mm-hmm. because that 50%, they should have almost like a 50% better, you know, distress level, right? Yeah. Because they have a chance they won't be shocked. And some of them weren't. And then, you know, some of them were, but it was that distress level before the shock stimulus occurred or didn't occur. Um, that, that was really the, the telltale sign of the human condition we fear and we, create stress in our bodies when we don't know what's going to happen. Right. We, as humans, we love predictability. In fact, we'll often stay in like environments and situations that aren't good for us because it's familiar. You see this all the time with people in dating or relationships, um, job environments, anything. People will stay with what's familiar because it's comfortable. And that fear of the unknown, of uh, the unpredictable nature We as humans, we just, our brains do not like it at all. As you were saying that, I was thinking about this example um, I've thought a lot about with dating. Mm -hmm. Um, People, there's a lot of anxiety when it comes to dating and finding your person and yada, 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 all those things. And if I told a friend or a client, I was like, if you, if I told you that you have to date five duds before you find your person that you're going to spend your life with how much anxiety would you have about dating how bummed would you be about being quote-unquote rejected that those things didn't work out and they're like oh I wouldn't be bummed at all I'd be totally fine because I know what's coming and so it's this essence of this we don't know what is coming 
or when to expect a certain goal we have for ourselves. And that is so hard for us to wrap our minds around that we get so distressed towards it. It causes us such high anxiety to do that. Yeah, for sure. And I think now that, you know, with that example, it goes along with people who, you know, if I told you you were 100% be successful, if you do X, Y, and Z thing, you would, you, you would just do it. Right. You would just do those things to be successful. But when, when the unknown is involved and you're like, well, who knows how long I'm going to have to do these things before I'm successful. It's like, you're not even willing to do it or you're just nervous to start or nervous to even take that risk or whatever. But in all reality, it kind of is pretty easy to say to yourself, with, with being successful, if I 100% do these things over time, even though I don't know how long, if I 100% do these things, eventually we will be successful. Right. And so there's things you can control. Um, and that, that, the ironic thing about this, this entire, you know, idea of this common cause of anxiety is the greatest wins and the greatest levels of success lie on the other side of the unknown. For sure. Um, it's, it's a small percentage of people that truly overcome their fears sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I think it's easier to see it in someone else's life. But when it comes to your life, it can be kind of hard. But you're 100% right. Like the, the greatest things life has to offer you is just right on the other side of the unknown. Every single time. I, I think about this fear of the unknown and it comes from a lack of trust. It comes from a lack of trust in yourself, in the universe, whatever you believe in, that's for us, that's God, that things are going to work out and that you can handle whatever life throws your way. And something I like to do with people is I'm like, okay, let's lean into what's what's your biggest fear about this unknown. Okay, what is the worst case scenario on one side of the spectrum? And what is the best case scenario? on the other side of the spectrum. Take someone with social anxiety, for example, they're really worried about going to um, a little party that a friend is throwing. Mm -hmm. No matter how big or small, they're really nervous about it. The worst case scenario is everybody thinks they're a loser and nobody likes them and they're rejected by everyone. The best case scenario is that you make friends with every single person there, they get every person's number and you name it, it goes perfectly The reality of the situation lies in the middle. I'll probably go. There'll be a few people that I drive with. Maybe I'll make a friend. But I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Right? And so the the reality of our situation usually relies somewhere in the middle when we're really worried about this unknown of how things are going to pan out. I also think, too, when when we think of these worst case scenarios... One, they're most likely not going to happen. People's worst fears rarely, if ever, come to light. But if they do, you can handle it. And I think that we have to realize that from our failures and things that we fear, we we will overcome that. We're going to be okay. Something that... Um, Craig, I love using Craig. (laughs) He's done this with me and I use it with my clients as well. As he goes, well, how old are you? Oh, I'm 50, I'm 20, I'm 37, whatever. And he goes, well, for 37 years or however long you've been alive, you've made the unknown known. Every point in time has been unknown except for this present moment. 
At one point, you didn't know how to walk. You didn't know how to talk. You didn't know how to drive. You didn't know how to pay bills. You didn't know how to buy a house. You didn't know how to make a resume. The list could go on. You didn't know how to parent. You might still not know how, but, and it's everything life has thrown at you up until this point, you've been successful at overcoming. And so the way to overcome this fear of the unknown is building that trust in yourself and in God or in the universe or in whatever you believe that it's going to work out and that you're going to be okay. And that you don't have anything truly to be that worried about because anything that comes your way, you can handle it because you've done it for how many years now? Right? Right. No, yeah, I agree. Um, it's interesting when you were talking there, I, I thought about kind of our podcast and our business and everything that we're trying to do right here. And to be, okay, I'll be a little bit vulnerable. And these mental health topics, this is kind of, you know, a thing that I'm thinking about. These mental health topics that we're talking about, the unknown that's causing anxiety, that's causing me anxiety right now. Like the, the unknown, right? The unknown about this business, the unknown about the future of this business, the unknown about starting a business. Like we are nowhere near experts, mm-hmm. right, in overcoming these things. But the thing, the interesting thing about this podcast and talking about these things is it rings home for the people who are almost like saying it, right? It rings home for us too, right? And so it's almost like we talk about these things because we also deal with them concurrently. Right. We have not overcame them completely, right? So we're almost like preaching to our the choir, preaching to ourselves, right, about these things and. This, this fear of the unknown, this fear of the lack of control, it really hits home for me. I am one who is a very specific and particular planner. Mm-hmm. I like to know. I like to plan my life. I like to plan my year. I like to plan my day, my month, my week, literally everything. Everything that you can plan, I like to. Right. right. And so this, this idea, this is something that really rings home to me that I current, concurrently deal with right now. The, the anxiety that comes from feeling a lack of control is present in my life, right? Right. And so these things, I have to focus on what I can control, not what I can't. Mm-hmm. I have to do it because this, this literally causes me so much anxiety. And so I must focus on the things that I can control and not what I can't. And so in doing these things, in doing these things every day, I realized that we really, there's, there's two things, right? The things that we can't control and the things that we can. For the non-controllables, there's three main categories. Mm-hmm. People, the past, and the future. Yeah. We can't control other people. We can't control the past. And we can't control the future. Mm-hmm. Opposed to that, the controllables. There's two main things. You can control yourself and you can control the moment right now. You can control the present. Yeah. I think you've also come such a long way with that of focusing on what's in your control. And the amount of anxiety that has decreased for you. Of You've kind of just embraced the now and what you're doing and the process of it rather than like the end result. Cause that's something we, we can't control and doing something like, like this and, and a coping skill that I do with um, my clients is it's called limits of control. And the whole point of this is for people to realize if you can't control it now, you will never control it. I will never control you. You will never control me. I will never control my mom or my sister or my clients even. Sometimes I'm frustrated and I want people to do things, right? But I can't control them. And so what this exercise is, it's limits of control one more time for the name, is you write down this 
current scenario that you are stressing about. And then you write down at least three things you can control. And then at least three things you cannot control. Usually the easiest part is the things you can't control because that's what you really are aware of. The three things you can control can be harder, but easy ones if you get stuck is my attitude, my mindset, my behavior. So if you get stuck, I gave you three freebies (laughs) (laughs) into what those are. And you can get specific if you want, but that's something I noticed that people really struggle to think, okay, what can I even control right now? You can control a lot more than you think you can, but you're focusing on what you can't control. And that's where your anxiety is coming from. Right. I mean, if you're, if they can't think about the things they can control about a certain situation, maybe literally they just have to focus on controlling things way outside of that situation. Right. Right. And so maybe there aren't specific things about that situation that you can control, Mm -hmm. but outside of that, there's so much more to life. Right. Um, but honestly, I'm thinking there's a ton of controllables in your life that if you do look into them, you'll be able to find them for sure. Well, also you're always in control of you. Yeah. You're always in control of you and what you do. Um, and then the last part of this exercise is give yourself permission to let go of the things you can't control. There's no point in death gripping it to the end of ends of the earth. There's just, it's, you're never going to get control over it. So it's just really fruitless efforts that you're making, trying to control other people and other things. Um, with that being said, I also think I tell people all the time of your fear is the exact same thing as faith. And this is something that I want people to really ponder and sit in. Fear and faith are the same thing. They are the same emotions. It is believing in things you have not yet experienced. Whether that's good or bad, that's up to you, right? They're just opposite sides of the coin. One side, heads is fear, tails is faith. Tails never fails, right? And then, <laughs> um, but really, it's just as much effort as you're putting into fear as you could put it into faith. And you could easily flip that and say, well, if that bad thing could happen, also a good thing can happen. Also, if that good thing didn't come to me, it probably came to me because of a reason. There's something else out there for me. Having faith is much, it's much more optimistic. It's much more positive rather than your fear that's just fueling you to feel crippled and and stuck. Faith gives you movement and flexibility and resilience amidst hard things in life. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Um, I'm thinking of the the quote by the prophet, (laughs) doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith. Um, Doubt those those negative outcomes Mm -hmm. before you doubt those positive outcomes. Right. right, for sure. Um, we're so sure about the negative outcomes that, that could occur. Why can't we exactly be the same, you know, fervor for we're so sure about the positive outcomes that could come? Mm-hmm. And there will be both. There will be negative outcomes. There will be positive outcomes. But the thing is, you've overcome everything that has come your way. Yes. Every exactly. time. And so the good things will happen. So will bad things. But you will learn. You've learned in the past. You will learn in the future. I will learn. I will learn in the future. I've learned in the past, right? Preaching to myself here. Right. And I think that's why you have to embrace the process of doing things. Because once you just arrive, you're not just going to arrive and feel good. There's always going to be the unknown. Tomorrow's unknown. 
the next hour is unknown. Everything's unknown. A lot of things aren't in your control. So you have to just unlearn to embrace those things and not fear them. If you flip that coin and flip it to faith, you're going to have a lot easier, more enjoyable time going through life, in my opinion. For sure. If you wake up every day and you say to yourself, eventually I will make it. Mm -hmm. Right? Wake up. I got to wake up every day. Tell myself, eventually I will make it. Right. Eventually we will make it. We'll be fine. Every day you wake up and you tell yourself, I'll be fine. We'll be fine. This will be fine. This will work out. It'll work out Mm -hmm. every single day. Tell yourself that whether that day doesn't turn out good, eventually it will. Mm -hmm. The dawn always comes. Every time. Every single time. It really does. My favorite time of the day is the dawn. Yeah. When the sun comes up. Okay. So in wrapping up, let's offer a little bit of practical steps and solutions, actions you can take and implement into your life going forward. The first one is you got to build trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. You are, we, I, you, everyone. We're so worried about the unknown because of a lack of trust in ourselves, which is so ironic because trust should be built through experience. Trust should be built through um, keeping the promises that you, that you make to other people, right? That's how you build trust with other people. And so you can build it with yourself. You've overcome so much that trust is already there. Just believe in it. So build that trust in yourself and keep it going forward. You will be able to do it. The second one is focus on what's in your control. As simple as that. You got to focus on what's in your control. I got to focus on what's in our control. We got to focus on what is in our control. And so just like Emily said, the limits of control, honestly, there's a lot of guilt involved with feeling, you know, out of control. Why is there a lot of guilt for me? It's because I feel this, this need to always be perfect. This, this need to always be on top of things. This need to always be, you know, at my A game, right? in all reality that's just not that's just not a reality it, it isn't that's it's just not that's, life. that's just not that's just not what life is and so just like she said you have to give permission to yourself to let go of the things that you can control in order to focus on what you can control the last one here is flip fear into faith just it's the same coin it's the same emotion fear and faith are the same emotion and when i learned that when emily taught me that when i learned on a podcast people are talking about this right now when I learned that the fear and faith are the same emotion, it really changed something within me. It's the same coin. Just flip it over. Flip it towards the faith. Don't look at the fear side. <laughs> Don't look at heads because tails never fail. <laughs> so tails is the faith side. Faith side. So make sure you're on that side of the coin. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning into our new podcast, The M&M Show. We're excited about what's going forward. There's a lot of good things in the future. It will work out. It will work out for us. It will work out for you. Keep that faith and keep moving forward. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, guys. See you.